Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Us today is Bob Levitas, who I'll just introduce in a second. Marsha is in Florida on her annual trip for the week. And uh, I have to talk to Bob about uh, Marsha's recent engagement. I don't know if you saw this on the uh, Internet. But uh, if you want to reach me, you can get me at RealMarkCohen on Twitter, uh, Mark and Marsha at Gmail. If you want to call us, we're at 866-WS-RADIO. Love to hear from you or tweet us or uh, get to us some way. And uh, let me welcome to the show uh, my friend, Dr. Mac, Bob Levitas. Bob, welcome. Hey, thanks. Good to be here. We had, uh, I had a moment of panic this morning, uh, and I've always wanted to say Houston we have a problem, but apparently Austin we had a problem, right? Uh, your phone lines yes, are all down. Today in was the, uh, the day that they added a second area code to Austin. They call it an overlay, and <clears throat> apparently it screwed up everybody's call forwarding and things like that. Because now, even if you're calling somebody that lives next door, you have to dial all t- 10 digits. Now, you, being from Los Angeles, are used to this. Oh, yeah. We've, we've this probably five or six years, I think, now that we've had to do that. So that means... Well, even longer, because for a long time, there were three area codes in L.A. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Not even true. overlaid. There were just three, and you had to dial ten digits when I lived there 20-some years ago. So is Houston becoming a big-time city now? Or Austin, Austin rather? Is, I Austin? just read... Not Houston. Austin. Um, Austin, I just read, is ranked... The 11th largest city in America today. Wow. Which is a, really amazing since we moved here in 1987 and it was the 30th or 31st largest. Wow. That's a lot of movement in 20 some years. Yeah, you're not kidding, boy. Well, first of all, let me tell people who don't know, who maybe are new to the show or new to Bob. Um, Bob has written a few books. Like, is it 60 plus now? Yeah, 67, I think. 67 books. Mac OS for, uh, uh, Lion for Dummies, iPhone for Dummies, uh, incredible iPhone apps for dummies, blah, blah, blah. So obviously a lot of stuff. Bob also has a consulting business, which we always tease him about being the loneliest guy in America because, you know, we know Macs never go down. Uh, but tell us about your business for people that might need Mac help. Well, uh, if you go to boblovitis.com, www.boblovitis.com, you will find that we, uh, <clears throat> offer support and service uh, remotely. We have great technicians who can uh, diagnose and usually fix your problem in 15 to 30 minutes. This remote software that we use is just awesome. It lets us see what's going on on your computer and fix it from our technician's desk without a service call, without having to go to the Apple Store or anything like that. Reasonable uh Reasonable prices, and we guarantee that we'll fix what we say we'll fix, or there's no charge. And for those that are paranoid that you'll be staying on their computer after you disconnect, explain that. Yes, well, uh, they have a button on screen the whole time that says disconnect, <laughs> and uh, they can push it any time. And once we disconnect, we have no way of reconnecting without permission. As, as you'll see when you use the service, you have to expressly authorize our visit each time. Okay, well, that's good. You know, people do so, get a little bit paranoid about stuff. So, I mean, I know... Yeah, well, they can watch us. You know, if they're sitting at their computer, they can see what we're doing, and they can say, don't open that folder. Right, right. I was or a little they paranoid. they can press the disconnect button if they see us going for a folder they don't want us looking in. 
But we tend not to need to look in much of your data. We're usually mucking around in the library and the guts of the operating system and preferences and things like that. Well, I can see where they You can watch. Paranoid. And, in fact, uh, technicians are happy to talk to you and explain what we're doing the whole time, answer your questions as we proceed with the troubleshooting and, and fixing. It's really kind of cool, you know, because uh, you can do it on your schedule from wherever you are. Sure. Sure. No, I mean, I think it's great. And, you know, I, I understand their paranoia, Bob. Bob was at my house recently, and we were missing some silverware. So I'm not 100% sure that had anything to do with you, Bob. But No. <laughs> I don't do silverware. Oh, yeah. Electronic equipment, though. Oh, oh yes, right. All that stuff was left here. You know, uh, your Blu-ray player is missing? You know, that's funny. I was looking around for it the other day. Um, also, I want to say uh, Bob is also columnist for the uh, Houston Chronicle, uh, does the computer column for the Houston Chronicle. And before we get on to all things Mac that I want to ask uh, Bob about, I want to welcome Isaiah, who is engineering for us today, filling in for Wade, who is out. Uh, so welcome to the show, Isaiah. And feel free to pop in anything that you might want to say that would be relevant or otherwise interesting. Um, all right, so we've got, we just had the uh, conference with Tim, the phone, uh, the whatever conference he did, interview he, Tim Cook did, talking about, you know, where Apple's going, and then you've got the, what conference comes up in June? The Worldwide Developer Conference. Okay, and what do you expect to see out of that? Well, I think they've already said that we're going to get a look at the next uh, iterations of Mac OS and iOS. Mm -hmm. So I expect... Uh, They'll finally announce the cat name for 10.9, version 10.9 of macOS. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Bobcat, named after me. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been reasonable. lobbying, but I, I don't know how effective I've been. It seems reasonable. And you, you've been doing this, what, 25 years? It, it would be like naming a star after you. Well, there aren't that many big jungle cats left for them. And yeah, I that's figure, true. Why not? Yeah, let's see, we've had Lion. If they named it Bobcat, I could claim they did it for me, even if they didn't. You know, it's actually funny. Have you ever, is there any history, you know, you, the, the browser is Safari, they use all cats. Right. What's the history of that? You know, I don't think anybody really knows. Um, there's There's been speculation that uh, Steve Jobs liked cats. Okay. I mean, I've never heard any kind of reasonable explanation for why they've named the operating systems after cats. Okay. Well, I guess because cats are big and strong and fast and agile and, you know, all the things that you'd want in an operating system. I was going to say, they don't break down very often. And they, you know, they hunt. Yep. All right. So let me ask a couple I questions. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I I think it's nice, though, because it's a lot easier to remember that you're running Tiger than 10.5 point something. Yeah, that makes sense. Although that's what I liked about Windows. Windows 7, Windows 8, you know, it made it pretty easy to understand that 8 was probably after 7. So in my feeble little Windows 8.1? Yeah, no, there's no 8.1. They used to have, you know, in the, in the DOS days when you used to see that, it was DOS, you know, what was it, 2.0 or 2.1 or whatever it was? But you don't uh, you don't really see that anymore. They've they've kind of simplified things now. I you know in reading and watching some of what Tim Cook said, I, you know I walked away going, huh? Are we are going to have a new iPhone? We're not going to have. We're working on stuff. We don't want to bring it out too soon. We are going to bring it out. Well, maybe in 14. What did you get out of that? I'll tell you what I got out of the whole thing. 
Apple is the best in the business at secrecy. Yep, they are. At surprising the consumer. And uh, Tim's not going to change that. Right. He's a little different about it than Steve. Steve would, you know, he would drop more broad hints. I think um, Tim tends to play it close to the vest. But mm. I, I do think Apple has uh, has really proven that for them, keeping this stuff under wraps until the last possible second is an effective marketing strategy. So yeah. I never expect to hear anything from Apple about until what's the day coming they announce. Yeah, I agree. Until, I... Yeah, until I get, well, no, a week before, I get invited to visit Cupertino for a product introduction. And by then, I can usually figure out what they're introducing. But before that, really, Apple doesn't give a lot of guidance. Apple doesn't really, you know, I mean, I have no idea, for example, if they're going to come out with a bigger screened iPhone, if that will have a different model name than the other iPhone, which I presume would be a 5S maybe. Mm-hmm. But if so, we have to do two different books. You know, <laughs> if they come out with a uh, iPhone X model that's bigger, we probably have to do a different book for that. And of course, we get no and, and not just I'm not just saying us. They're not picking on me. Right. Nobody gets any info. All the case makers get, you know, completely hammered for the first few months when new Apple products come out because they have no idea what the dimensions are going to be until they get their hands on one. Well, right, exactly. I have that. doesn't see very much of this stuff before it ships. Yeah, we've had a number of case. In fact, I've got to ask you about cases because I'm a case freak. Um, we've had a number of case manufacturers on, and I've, that's the question I always ask. What do you do when you've got an hour and a half? You know, the announcement's made. You've got two weeks before the phone is released. They just scramble, and I guess they get it done. Well, the best they can, but, you know, for the iPhone 5, the first month or two they were available, you couldn't even buy a case. Right. There just weren't any. And after about three or four weeks, you started seeing them. And I think it was because nobody really knew the dimensions or where the buttons were. And, you know, they have to measure that stuff pretty closely. So they, they need a physical unit in their hand, I think. All right, I where don't do think you... the pictures are good enough to go build molds or whatever you have to do. Well, right. Uh, all right, we're, we've got a minute to go. So when we come back, I want to ask you, uh, where do you, Marsha is a non-case user. I am a case freak. So I want to find out where you are in cases. And then I also tested for the first time, um, second time actually, battery cases for the phone. So, uh, when we come back, we'll do that. Also, there's some rumor, Bob, I guess, about a new iPad maybe coming out. Uh, if you got any insight into the iPad situation, I'd love to hear that. And are you going to that actual conference? No, I'm not. It's for it's it's sold out in like 59 seconds or something. Wow. If I had wanted to go, but it's for developers, and really, um, most of the stuff that they're going to have in their sessions, other than the keynote. I think is over my head since I'm not much of a developer. Yeah, me and me as well. Uh, all right, we're going to come right back in just a second, find out a little bit more about uh, Max and stuff. Got some cool stuff to talk about. Got some new TV that came out on DVD that I uh, wonder if uh, you're watching, Bob. I am. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. We'll be right back after 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And Bob Levine is back from that co-hosting with me today. So Bob, I have been a real case freak, whether it's for my iPad or my iPhone. I just started using uh, the Solaris Portable Power Bank which is, uh, they've, it took a long time for companies to be able to get approved by Apple for the iPhone 5 for some reason, and maybe you can share some insight. And I actually love this thing. I have to say, not only is the case beautiful, it's got a little stand on the back of it. You push a little button, and it starts charging for up to an additional six hours. But it's one of the thinnest ones. One of my biggest problems with the battery cases are it makes the phone so thick. Do you use these at all? 
Well, I use a lot of batteries, but I don't use the case style because I have other cases that I like uh, better than having to use the case that's got the battery thing in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of external batteries. Also, I have a family, and they all have devices, and so whenever I've got a battery near me, somebody will say, Ooh, I'm almost empty. Can I use that? <laughs> so what do you do if you're out for an all-day thing and you burn through your phone battery? I, I travel with at least one uh, external USB battery in my pocket or my okay. backpack at all times. And they're just, uh, they connect with your standard dock connector or right. lightning cable. Right. So I just keep something like that with me at all times. I, I like the idea that I'm not carrying the extra weight in my pocket or my hand unless I need it. So it's always nearby. If, if I'm out and about uh, and I think I'm going to be away from power long enough, I'll stick one in my pocket of my, of my jeans. If I'm going out uh, with, a, with a backpack with other gear in it, I'll True. throw in at least one, usually two. Yeah, you know, for me... I, just, I prefer the uh, external batteries, and I've been, I've been testing. I probably have a dozen square and rectangular and, you know, other-shaped external batteries here. Um, and, and for me, the case is convenient, but most days I don't need extra juice. Mm -hmm. And when I do, I just as soon not have to carry it around on me with my phone. Yeah, it's funny for me. I mean, me. I tried. I like the Mophie case. I think the design is very brilliant. And for some people, that's the perfect combination. For me, A, they don't hold enough juice. And B, they have to stay pretty much on your phone the whole time. Well, they do. Mophie I mean, also it... makes, by the way, an external battery. That connects who wait, who makes one? Connecting who, cable. Who did you say makes it? Mophie. Oh, Mophie, yeah. I've tried, you know, last week I tried the Mophie, and I like it. Actually, it's a really nice uh feeling case and and it fits on nicely this one the a solaris is even a little bit more compact it takes it feels even a little lighter and it's a little bit more design oriented either one is is actually quite good the mophie i think is about 79 bucks for their least expensive one this uh solaris power bank is 50 54.99 so uh i like it and the other thing i do like is i tend to lose things easily so if i got to carry an extra battery around with me i'm pretty sure i'm going to lose it you know i'm, uh -huh. gonna, I'm gonna put it well, on having my it attached to your phone makes that a lot less likely well that does there's no question but but then it adds the uh the bot you attach it to, as you said to the uh lightning port on the bottom so now you have an extension of the phone correct right yeah so that makes but it a little bit here's longer. the thing my, for me i i like the life proof cases yeah they're, they're very heavy duty shock proof they're very skinny i mean they don't really add much bulk to your phone and they absolutely have saved me hundreds of dollars. Absolutely no question in my mind. I've, I've dropped enough iPhones <laughs> uh, and, and iPads that, that have been in these cases and not gotten hurt Right. to know that I would be you know, replacing <clears throat> a lot more of my gear without it. Also, I have a hot tub, and I love <laughs> the ability to you know, go in the hot tub and have my phone nearby in case it rings and be able to answer it in the hot tub and not worry. I and like how often that. do you drop it in your hot tub? Just a couple times. Oh, good. For fun. You know, <laughs> just to see if it really did. I, I'm, I'm into this waterproof stuff now. I've been testing a waterproof speaker, a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, interesting. From Eco X Gear. It's 100 bucks, 
It sounds pretty good, and you can just throw it in the water, throw it in the pool, throw it in the <laughs> spa, and it floats. Cool. Now, I suggest really you don't, pretty smart. Don't, don't try to test a hair dryer in the pool. I hear that doesn't work well. No, oh. I think not. Nothing that plugs into the wall. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. battery stuff, and, and really, this is this is a pretty cool thing. The uh, life-proof cases are great. And they are. I also tested it. I tested a case called the Hitcase Pro. It's got a wide-angle lens on the back, and it has the rail mounting system you would find on a GoPro camera. Mm-hmm. So you can mount it on a helmet or yeah. on your chest or on handlebars or on your windshield. They have uh, these attachments, and you can now use your iPhone as a ruggedized video camera. Pretty cool. And $120 versus about 400 for a GoPro camera. Yeah, the GoPro cameras are nice. I'm still unless you're in, you know jumping out of an airplane or doing those kind of things. I I can't see I would have a use for it, but they do. They're really nice cameras. They're wonderful, but they're three four hundred bucks, and then you got the accessories. And the thing is, most people probably won't use it that often. And and because of that, maybe a hundred and twenty dollar case with a great wide angle lens. Mm-hmm is a better investment than a $400 camera if they're only going to need it once in a while. Now, the thing about this case is it's big and bulky, but it's also waterproof and shockproof to six feet, and, you know, it takes a lot of abuse. You wouldn't keep your iPhone in it if you weren't doing something exciting. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's not. I don't think it's the kind of case you would use full-time. Hmm. But it's, it's, you know, for the kind of things... We're talking about jumping out of airplanes. I took it river rafting and got a bunch of good footage of my cousins and I river rafting uh, that I never would have gotten without. I mean, I guess I could have taken my my uh, um, life-proof case, which is waterproof, but it's not attachable. Mm-hmm. And I was in a raft in pretty rough water, and I thought, you know, it, I can't attach it to anything, and it doesn't float. <laughs> right. If it goes over into the water, it's gone, and I wasn't willing to take that chance. With the uh, Hitcase Pro, I had their chest mount, and I just strapped the thing on my chest before we got in the, the raft, oh, turned fine. on record, and pretty much recorded the whole trip. Now you know that's really cool. I'll tell you that brings up we had uh, Lynn Levitt who calls us periodically uh, as a tech expert. She tested uh, Google Glass. Have you had a chance to do anything with that? I have not yet. I mean, I'm trying. I'd love to. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. I have to say. I, I, I mean, I, I'd love to test it. I think it's going to be one of those things, and it's about sixteen hundred bucks. I think it's going to be one of those things that you play around, love for about a month, and then put it down and never wear again. So I don't you know. know. That's why I'm waiting for the review units to come out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I thought about you know you can order one as a developer and play with it. Right. And I thought about doing it, but you're right. It's a lot of money for something I probably wouldn't have much use for other than testing and showing people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and just it's so- probably the coolest thing for geek cred. I mean, if you want people to think you're a geek, wearing a Google Glass would be the way. I, you know, I do. I like, you know, it's very, what was it, uh, that movie with Tom Cruise? Oh gosh, the one where that was the first time you saw him waving his hands and moving video screens around. I can't quite remember the, you know, it was kind of a futuristic sci-fi movie, and I don't remember the name. Yeah, of I think it. it was. 
I think it was one of the Mission Impossibles. No, it was a different movie. It, it wasn't a Mission Impossible. It was one before that. I don't know. I got, maybe I can look it up during the break. And it was kind of that same movement around with your hands. And, you know, we're getting to that now. I mean, I'm testing on Monday the new Samsung Galaxy blah, 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 3, 4. Wait, Samsung, I think it's Galaxy 4. And uh, that phone, I don't know if you've seen, you wave your hand over it to do things. So when the phone rings, yes, you wave I your hand. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, I mean, I'm anxious to try that I'd be that one. curious to see how that works. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm trying to work things out now that they've never been very uh, receptive to me reviewing a phone that doesn't have an Apple on it. <laughs> right. But I'm going to try again. Because yeah. People keep telling me how great these things are, the bigger screens and the gestures. And, you know, and the, I like the, in the, uh, one of their TV ads, they've got that erase your picture thing mm-hmm. where you take a picture and if something happens, it also took one a second before and a second after. Yes, right. So yeah. You can erase the guy that raced across naked on stage. Did you see that one? No, I, that one I didn't see. And I thought, that's a good feature. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I'll tell you, one of the features is kind of interesting, although I, I don't know how much application the average person is going to have, but it takes the front and the rear camera, it takes pictures at the same time. So if you're taking a picture of your kid's football game or soccer game it, it and they score a goal, it takes your reaction to your child doing it. So it photographs both at the same time. So. Uh. Which, which is, I think, is kind of gimmick, but it sounds like it's a bit of a cute idea. And you got kids in sports, right? Not anymore. Oh, My the... kids are grown up and moved out. Oh, okay. All right. Because I thought one day you were on the show with me, and you had to leave because your son got hit with a baseball or something, I seem to remember. Yes. He, yeah. was, he was playing soccer then, and he got, he got hit. I don't know what he got. He broke his arm or something. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, all I know is it was more important to go rush to your kid than stay with me on the show, Bob. Yes, it was. (laughs) Yeah, I understand. But you know, genuine emergency. No, you did. I wouldn't run out on you for anything less. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, we're gonna, um, when we come back, we're gonna do the buy of the week. Got a good buy of the week for a really inexpensive price on something we're gonna give you on that. Uh, I wanna talk a little bit. Bob, are you watching Breaking Bad? I haven't watched the last couple of seasons. I need to get caught up. I still love it, and it's in my queue on Netflix. Um, okay. But I've been watching other stuff lately. We'll talk uh, Breaking Bad, House of Cards, Maverick from the old days. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. We've got some interesting things to talk. We're going to talk about the world's wackiest vending machine. Some new uh, social networking sites to take a look at. So uh, don't go away. Bob and I will be right back. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Heimer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks, with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one cool sculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. 